Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Rajon Rondo was introduced uh, formally by the Lakers. He had a quick press conference and, there, and, and then he uh, quickly, very briefly, appeared on ESPN Radio to answer a couple questions there and said really everything that you kind of wanted to hear from him. Let's discuss just what that was. I made that last sentence way more difficult than it had to be. Let's start with what I thought was the quote-unquote money quote here. So uh, this is from a tweet from uh, Ralph Mason Jr. Quote, Rondo, I understand we have a lot of depth at the the PG point guard position, and I'm not going to play as much as I'd like. There were no other teams that I considered. This was always a spot for me. He said that he said that to uh, ESPN Radio, and to me, given that the only real quote unquote concern was that maybe he would show up and be expecting a role that the roster wouldn't allow for, right, or that it wouldn't make sense for Rondo to have the role that he is anticipating just because of the way that the roster is put together. You have Russell Westbrook. He's going to play a ton. He's not going to play every game, but he is going to play a ton. And then from there, you have Kendrick Nunn. You have Taylor Horton Tucker, who uh, probably should get a couple reps here and there at point guard. You have uh, Malik Monk, who is a combo guard, uh, who can play point when LeBron is out there. And so when you're talking about Rondo here, you have to look at, all right, where are those minutes going to come if he is going to play a role that he probably thinks he can fill? But the fact that he is heading into the season without that in mind is already worlds better than some of the guys that we saw on the team last season. The more that I kind of think about sports and and my kind of foundational approach to how I like my teams built and what I think is the most important thing, basically the character trait that every great team shares is the notion of sacrifice, the understanding of sacrifice, the the approval and the welcoming of sacrifice. Like that's that's what I think every team that has reached its absolute pinnacle has had in common. The fact that yes, you have talent on the roster, and yes, you have all-time great talent on the roster, but within that talent, the understanding that, yeah, we can't just do whatever we want on this team and produce however we want to produce on this team, whether it's the number of minutes that a, a, that a, a player plays, whether it's the kind of role that that player plays, whether it's uh, the type of production whether it's intangible or tangible, all of those things, they all come in the form of, at some point, sacrifice with great teams. It's all about what are you willing to do to make the team better? And and I think this is something that was frustratingly, maddeningly absent from last year's team. And I think at the end of the day, the fact that they weren't willing to sacrifice or or, or expected certain things heading into the season – uh, I don't think it would have mattered so long as LeBron got hurt and then Anthony Davis got hurt. But the fact that they weren't, you know, guys like Montrezl Harrell, guys like Dennis Schroeder, guys like Andre Drummond weren't as willing to do those kinds of things, you know, it it certainly didn't help. And then even, you know, let's say LeBron and Anthony Davis stay healthy, 
that always would have been a bit of a wrinkle that kept the Lakers or last year's Lakers from reaching the absolute pinnacle. Like Dennis Schroeder should have been coming off of the bench last last season. Like that's just how that should have played out. There should have been a more LeBron tailored point guard on the floor to start games. And then at the end of games, maybe you revisit this to figure out how to make all the talent work. But in terms of what Dennis Schroeder's best role is going to be, if he's going to lend himself to any kind of sustainable winning, it's going to be coming off of the bench as an attacking guard, at least until he rethinks his approach to the game and is more of a facilitator or becomes a better shooter, all of those things. So I think for where this Lakers team is compared to last year's Lakers team, I don't think it's necessarily as individually talented Yes, you have Russell Westbrook, and and yes, he is a better third-best player than whoever the Lakers' third-best player was last season, uh, in, just in terms of raw individual talent. But I, I do think the roster falls off significantly faster on this year's team than it did last year, but I don't think it matters as much. I think the fact that guys like Kent Bazemore and Wayne Ellington and, and Nunn and Malik Monk and Trevor Ariza and go on down Dwight Howard, the, the, the role players on this team being accepting of and, again, welcoming the challenge of competing for the role that they are actually going to play on this team is really exciting. You know, Carmelo Anthony, I think, fits into that mold too. The reason Carmelo is still, is, is still in the NBA right now is because he has accepted the fact that he isn't going to be the same kind of player that he was a few years ago in terms of the role that he demands just by being on the roster and so I, Rondo saying this and we know by the way Rondo was going to be a much louder voice in the locker room uh, heading into the season than most of the guys last year so he's going to be one of the kind of tone setters not that this team because it's so much older than last year's team needs it as much but the fact that everybody is going to be much more on the same page this year is going to help not just in the in 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 the way of, yeah, everybody is going to fit more naturally because more people are going to be more willing to sacrifice. But it's also going to highlight when people aren't willing to sacrifice. Let's get to that here in a second. It's been said umpteen times. It's going to be said hundreds of times moving forward. But if the Lakers are going to work, Anthony Davis has to play more center. That's going to be his personal sacrifice here is is. Will he be willing to extend himself beyond his comfort zone and accept a role that allows Russell Westbrook to flourish, that allows the roster to make a little bit more sense? If he is, cool. If he isn't, because of the way that everybody else seems to be approaching this season on the roster, it will stand out all that much more if he isn't willing to make that sacrifice himself. So where, and yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been talking for seven minutes now about a single quote from Rajon Rondo upon uh, becoming a Laker once again. But I just, it's the kind of thing that we didn't hear last year. Last year when, when Dennis Ruder was announced and when he was at his introductory press conference, everything was, no, I'm I'm starting. That was just that was just said plainly. It was reported 
And then he acknowledged the reports, and then he said, yeah, yeah, that's that's I did the whole coming off the bench thing. I want to start now. And, and the fact that more guys are more willing to compete this season makes me really excited, even if this team isn't necessarily as talented as last year's team. It, it, I think it has a much higher ceiling collectively right now because of everybody's collective approach to how they are all going to function together. All right, that's going to do it here for the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Before we go, I do want to point you guys in the direction of some good stuff, great stuff here from Alex Regla, who, by the way, is uh, on this feed with uh, Alex Padilla. Uh, They do Taco Tuesday. Uh, He wrote how the Lakers are going to be bringing back dunks next season. Some great stats there, some great insight. You're going to want to check that out. Um, and then elsewhere on the feed, like I said, Taco Tuesday is to, is uh, yesterday's show. In a little bit, I'm going to be recording with Sabrina, uh, the I Love Basketball podcast. And then that's just about going to do it for my work week this week. Um, thank you guys a ton for listening the way that you have. And uh, keep an eye out. We have some really cool news coming to the feed here. A couple moving and shaking kinds of things that that i can't wait to announce so all of that coming in the coming weeks until then i'm anthony irwin saying have a good one